Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. Happy New Year. You're listening to the Inside Connection coming to you live from Los Angeles. I'm Dr. Craig Martin here with my co-host, Christina Martin. Happy New Year, Christina. Yay. Happy New Year. We made it. We made it. We, Can you even believe did. it? <laughs> we did. And I know we're already a couple of weeks into the new year because we missed last week because my kid was on vacation. So I wasn't really able to schedule a show. And we are coming at you now on the 13th. So a couple of weeks into it already. But it's fitting because so many planets have gone into new signs, right? There's been so many yes. sign changes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mercury yes, has yes. changed sign, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, and even the moon right now just went into Aquarius. So there's been a lot of uh, new energy available for this new year. I love that. Availability is great. I, I think that it's, you know, a fitting too. I don't know about you, but my New Year's Eve celebration was very, very quiet. I had a, a mini dance party in my living room and then I went to bed. So <laughs> we uh, bring in the new year is a little bit slower on the uptake um, this year, I think. So, yeah, I, I had a nice, I had a nice new year. My, we, we had a little mini dance party as well. I think I even Good. posted a video of my kid dancing. So that was nice. <clears throat> um, I brought up the natal chart of the new year from that day, January 1st, 2021. And you and I had been talking about what city to select. And more often than not, doesn't really make that much difference what city you select, but it does make a difference for the moon. So um, we decided to go with London, England, because that's in the middle of everything and sort of marks since our time is marked by by that. Um, we we went with that. We probably could have gone with the um, the prime meridian or whatever it's called because that's where the actual day starts and the very beginning of the day. This oh, is right. halfway around, that. right? Somewhere in the Pacific Ocean mm. um, is where the day changes, right? <gasps> oh wow, yeah, right. Where the day changes, like you you. Um, it's a it's a weird spot. It's on the western side of Hawaii, and it's mm. where the day where the day changes. Where if you're traveling along, and it's you know it's another hour change. It's like a time zone line, right? Mm. So mm-hmm. if you're on one side of it, it's 11 p.m., and if you're on the other side of it, it's the next day. I see. Yes, right, right. Like in between Japan and Hawaii, right? Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. But it doesn't really interfere with anything particularly important. And it's interesting, you know, meaning any kind of land. There's no land there. And mm. it's very interesting that that's coincidentally on the opposite side from Greenwich, from England. England, yeah. So 12 that hours on the other side of England is what's called, the, I'm pretty sure it's called the Prime Meridian. The, the, where the day changes and um, and that random line <laughs> in the middle yeah. of the ocean doesn't really interfere with anything. It leaves um, it leaves, you know, like French Polynesia on our side of it mm. and it leaves New Zealand and Fiji mm. and all those other islands on the other side of it on what's called mm. the eastern, basically the eastern hemisphere. So um, that's interesting. 
interesting. It doesn't have anything to do with astrology, but it did about casting the chart for the year. Yes. Yes. And so we did we did pick the chart for for London since that's in the middle of all of it and was most applicable for people going all the way to the east of London and all the way to the west of London and that seemed fairly um Neutral. useful. So I know yeah. that there are our listeners can't really see this chart, but of course it's in Capricorn like every new year chart is. Um it does have a very close mercury to the sun, which is nice. That means that there's going to be good thinking. And the moon is in Leo. And um Saturn and Jupiter had just gone into Aquarius. So the energy is seems uh, uh friendly enough. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, that um, Leo-Aquarius uh, combo we got going on there a little bit is is nice. That's definitely about the group versus leaders or, you know, how how we're interacting with each other. And, you know, who, I mean, the Aquarian energy specifically really rings true for uh, bringing in the new year. You know, I, I mean, at least as America is concerned, but on even on a global scale, we are working towards having a more of a community feel, having more of a tribe that uh, includes everybody. So um, I, I like that. We're doing Saturn work. We're doing Saturn discipline, Saturn structure towards that goal. And uh, Jupiter is that expansive part of it. Yeah, I like that a lot. I keep hearing the word grace. Like there's something about mm. grace, like graciousness welcoming like a welcoming mm. kind of energy in this year mm. and maybe some of the unwelcoming energies of the previous years will you know i feel like yes and we can we can be a little bit political we've alienated a lot of people um in the last four years and so a more welcoming gracious united states is is mm. a nice thing um it applies of course to all of us as individuals as well, Mm. that if we find our own grace, this moon in Leo in the 10th house, ruling the 10th house, that all of us have the possibility to shine, to recognize where we have our own leadership ability and our own leadership contribution, that then we might be able to make an effect on the group of people that we know. Um, and the group of people that we might consider our family, very fourth house, very so the works that we do creating grace in our in our lives uh, in order to be able to make an impact on friends, groups and family. I love that. I love that. That's really nice. That's very nice. Yeah. I mean, we, I'm, you know, we've all been learning just in with COVID about about that, about trying to find grace within our lives. Absolutely, being a leader of ourselves and and you know leading by example too. Trying to do that. Yeah. Important important it's work. Not been, it hasn't been an easy time, and of course the the pandemic is still with us, and it hasn't been an easy time. Twenty twenty was rough, and twenty twenty one. At least the first part of it is looking pretty rough. You know, it's the tensions haven't gone away. When you look at this natal and you see Mars and Aries square Pluto, that that was there, you know, that there's the possibility for tensions this year. There's the possibility for some significant tension 
um, when you see Saturn and Jupiter in a conjunction squaring Uranus in the eighth and the way in that in, in Taurus and the way in which that might be affecting uh, the global economy um, mm-hmm. and and property value because it's in the fourth house. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's some Our of that money. in there. <laughs> Right. And then interestingly, Venus and Sagittarius square Neptune in the sixth. It's sort of a weird little afflicted Venus down there in the third. And that, I think, represates international relations at some level Hmm. and the global global level, on the global level. For for Hmm. all of us individually, it certainly represents, I think, the the spirituality that we can find in each other and the way in which that might conflict with our more grounded day-to-day activities, how Mm. our search for spiritual communication needs to be grounded in some level of truth. We can't just be spouting off spiritual platitudes that are in conflict with our day-to-day life. Um, The guru um, Titnat Han wrote a book um, called mindfulness and in that book he talks about how every working minute is an opportunity to be in a meditative place and so everything we do and the words we use can be connected to our higher spiritual truth they don't need to be in conflict with one another Mm, that's beautiful that was nice that was really nice I like that a lot I like that a lot. I think it is important. Also, I was thinking, too, maybe with Neptune being in the sixth house in Pisces, a little bit to do with our bodies, a little bit to do with perhaps the vaccine um, and maybe some confusion in regards to that. I, I've you know been listening a little bit. Uh, ear to the ground when it comes to that because I have family members who are older or haven't gotten it yet haven't gotten the coronavirus but are afraid and so uh, confusion with that I think a little bit of um, uh, not structured rollouts of the vaccine we're dealing with that a little bit Um, Hopefully that will get better as, you know, a new administration comes into America and some competency because um, the, the outgoing administration clearly has completely lost interest in the fact that 4,500 people are dying every day. They have no yeah. interest in that for, for right. a solid two months now, solid two months. There's been no government assistance for the coronavirus, no leadership. Right. Right. So, you know, more impeachable offenses. Um, and, <laughs> yes. um, yeah, that's kind of historic today. Today is, we want to mark it as a historic minute. Um, but, yeah, I see what you're saying about the body and also something very tangible like the vaccine. To me, that also possibly is part of that Neptune square Venus, you know, yes. the the sort of we could even call it like the spiritual platitudes of the pharmaceutical industry in conflict, in conflict with, you know, uh, the physical reality of having to get the vaccine and the Neptunian nature of that, that it may not all together save the day. 
Ah, yes, like putting it on too much of a pedestal or making it too idealistic. Or, of yeah, course. I totally see that. You know, I, I mean, totally they, they don't have really, how could they possibly have any long-term studies? They don't. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, right. this rollout of this vaccine is still the test, the test. Regular, regular vaccine, regular vaccine rollouts take years. And so we're still in what we would consider the testing stage, testing and refining, Uh what doesn't work, what does work, what, what do you see one year later? What kinds of things do you see one year later? Anyway, we don't need to get into all of that because the vaccine is hopeful. It is hopeful. You know, we hope that and from the different things I've read, yeah, they rolled it out in one year, but the technology to do it has, they've been working on it for 10 already. So mm-hmm, we're, mm-hmm. we were ready to do something like this. Um, and it's a good thing that the science community is more competent than the government. Political community. Exactly. <laughs> you know, for all the pharmaceutical industry's flaws, at least they rolled that out in 10 months. That was an amazing feat. Incredible. Yes. Yeah, we are blessed for sure when it comes to that. And, you know, the other thing I was thinking about, too, is um, maybe like the uh, with Venus being involved here, it's something to do with like values, too. Uh, Another thing I was kind of hearing about was like, you know, the richer countries or more well-off countries getting the vaccine first or getting the majority of the vaccine. So, our, our, our value system um, in regards to humanity and uh, all that being a little bit challenged or a little bit brought to the, the wealthy, the wealthy got the lifeboats on the Titanic. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. Our upper class. Gets all the privileges. They did, and you do see the stories about that. Sure, that's a part of it, I think, because what is the inherent, you know, Venus-Neptune conflict in this in this natal chart, which would happen no matter where we cast the chart for, or what city, mm-hmm. there would be a a um, a strong sense that there's going to be some type of disillusionment regarding mm-hmm. 2021, and I think that you know like the that the coronavirus is about to go away and we're all going to get back to the normal 2019 <laughs> that could clearly be one that could clearly be one of the disillusionments of 2021 yes <laughs> yes yes absolutely absolutely it's i People think, I feel like people, when I hear people talk about, you know, just going back, it's all going to be better. It's all going to be fine, just as long as we get the vaccine. I, I don't think that that's realistic. No, you're right. And people have been uh, thinking about it and like praying for it now for more than a year, right? When the vaccine mm-hmm. comes mm-hmm. and it's here, it's here and it's being rolled out. We're still having close to 5,000 people dead per day. And the government mm-hmm. just released a statistic that 1 million people will be dead by May the 1st. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. So, yeah. That's a real number. It is. It's a real number. It is. <clears throat> Sadly, at the hands of an inept administration that took no concern or care of the people that they were uh, entrusted to lead. 
but mm-hmm. we don't have to worry about that too much anymore, and we mm-hmm. won't have to talk about that ever again. Oh, so lovely. That, that's going to be quite lovely. <laughs> yes. So I, I like that there's, you know, a, a mental process that Mercury's conjunct the sun. Mm. I like that, you know, Venus is conjunct the south node there. It's an indication that it's a life, it's a life, a life, a year um, that we've experienced before. It's something that mm. karmically we're we're working on again. I like the grace and I like the idea that there's something about community of people at home that we can work with, that we can influence, that can be a part of our community and the way in which we can lead them and uh, the way in which they can lead us, the way in which we can be comforted by their presence in our lives. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of stuff there with that Mars and Aries square Pluto, there's going to be some, <clears throat> you would think, difficult, uh, aggressive players this year. Mm. Donald Trump fits into that and what happened at the Capitol last Wednesday fit, it fits into that. But intuitively, I think it's more than that um, because he's on his way out. And I don't think that he's going to be, you know, messing around anymore with certainly mm-hmm. with volatility. Yeah. Once he's a private citizen, you know, he, he's risking a lot more to continue on that path. Mm-hmm. And then the Uranian square to uh, Saturn and the moon, like there's a T square with Uranus at the tip of the T. Mm. That still feels like some kind of financial thing to me, mm. some kind of financial difficulties. Saturn sure. square, Saturn square Uranus, the needs of the group, you know, I don't know how much more money the Fed can keep dumping into the system. I'm not an economist. Yes. Yes. So but right. one would think that if they dump a trillion and dump a trillion, you know, and just keep dumping <sighs> them other. in to try and yes. it's Print sort of money like what for happens. Us. It's what it's it's what happens if you or I start going and borrowing money from our credit card. You know, right. to like float our lives. Right. Eventually right. Right. someone's got the to pay imbalance. the piper. Yeah. It's going to come up. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh-huh. So there are good energies even for right now. And I think what I'll do is I'll just maybe like um, quickly edit this chart for today. And then you and I will have a real clear picture of um, <clears throat> all these new energies. The you know, journey. Venus, yes. This newly in Capricorn and... Um, Mercury and Aquarius. The moon moon newly in Aquarius, Saturn in Aquarius, Jupiter in Aquarius, Mercury in Aquarius, uh, Mars in Taurus. These have been, um, you know, strong shifts. It's uh, powerful that Mars is going to conjunct Uranus and square Saturn. This is another type of a very aggressive kind of conflict when Uranus conjuncts Mars over this weekend, right? And Mm -hmm. takes on this energy moving into the inauguration next week. There's some tension there. There's some tension. Mars, Mars conjunct Uranus is not an easy energy to contain. And um, yeah, we'll want to be paying attention to that. But I think all the movement of the planets into new signs in the last week, since probably about last Friday, so many uh, planets have changed sign. Yeah. It's a, New, it's a new, fresh start on what it is that, you know, we're wanting to accomplish this year. 
Right. We get to be, we get to be, you know, fresh again, babies again. I mean, it feels like, you know, there now there finally is a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, maybe. Um, and, and once we get out of the tunnel, we have, you know, some space. We, we've come through something very challenging and had to like, let go of things. I was thinking about that earlier about, you know, when somebody is hit rock bottom, they can't go further down and it feels like we've hit a dark spot and, you know, now we're on the ascent back up potential. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with that. I think also by the same token, the last four years have opened up a can of worms and so while we're while we're at rock bottom at some level we're we don't really know that we're at rock bottom yet <laughs> you know like we yes. don't we we're, we don't really know like where the bottom is going to be on this if you sure. read certain historical things if you really are trying to be informed and educated and not just drinking the Kool-Aid you know you'll you'll know that um the Nazi government in Germany tried to take over the government in the late 20s and failed. Mm. And then when they tried again the second time, they succeeded. Mm. So, you know, there's a historical precedent for fascist governments to try and take over and to not succeed. And Mm. then to be able to come in on the wings of economic collapse, economic calamity, xenophobia, like all kinds of things that can move people hard to the right, you know, Mm -hmm. move them more, more hard to the right. A lot of times those things are, are having to do with economics. You know, someone comes in and says that they can save them and their, and their poverty or or a culture clash you know that's why you see europe moving so far to the right because there have been many middle eastern people that have moved there and the natural you know long-term citizens of germany france england you know they Mm. feel a little overrun and then they feel that they're ethnic identities are are endangered by too many people coming in from different cultures. Sure. So that's another thing that moves people to the right. And there is, I think, some uh, energy that would say that that, you know, we're not out of the woods on that. You know, when you look back on the, um, the chart of the new year, there's mm-hmm. a way of looking, there's a way of looking at that and seeing, you know, like, some kind of a strange leader, Moon and Leo in the 10th house, mm. um, you know, kind of charismatic personality emerging. Yeah. It's not necessarily good for for people. It's right. not necessarily good because it's involved in that T-square. Right. Right. I mean, we definitely are all clamoring for a, for something different. I mean, on on either side it seems that we are. It seems that the left, you know, seemingly is going to get their shot a little bit. But at the same time, that there is still a fight. And I think that, you know, like I, I think each side is 
confused about the other. You know, the other thinks that they're crazy. So yeah, I mean, look, it's nice to live in progressive times, right? It's nice to live in progressive times. If you think about going all the way back to the Victorian era and the way in which you and I, for instance, coming into life in the 1900s, but you go back further than that and you'll see that we have been in a consistently progressive era of life, Mm. meaning that there's been technology, there's been yeah. women's rights, there's been racially racial civil rights, there's been gay civil rights, there's been abortion yeah. rights, there's been now like drug decriminal decriminalization. Th- these are just small, like the small, like there's been socialized um, uh, social security, like a safety net for the elderly. There's been social education programs through. Those are all left left-leaning, left-wing ideologies. And so mm. the left has been socially more predominant because the population wants to continue to move to the left. Progress. It's not always it's not always like that. It's not always like that. There are historical times where the population wants everybody to back off and move to the right. Uh-huh. And One thing I think that, especially you see it in a microcosm in the United States, is that the fact that we're in an extended period of, what, 100 years, 200 years of left-leaning political movement, that is so clearly starting to really bother the people on the right. They're, They're bothered by the fact that while they have been sitting around waiting, gay marriage is getting passed. Uh-huh. And, and, yes. and, and, and social security is getting passed. It, that right. bothers right, right wing people because they don't think that those things represent conservative values. So I'm happy, obviously, to be living through a progressive error era. But, you know, we, that can change. Yes, that can change. And you can feel the the, the inklings of, of the movement of the right growing globally. And it's somewhat frightening because right wing, the right wing at its worst represents fascism, totalitarianism, mm-hmm. like charismatic leaders that take over and, and, you know, like you have to do what they say. Their word is the, their, the, the law. The, the, worst yeah. part of, the worst part of the far left is communism. That's like the, mm. the, the the worst part of the far left, the where, where yeah, right, the most extreme. So, and then obviously in the middle, you find things like socialism and democracy and capitalism, which moves mm. us more towards fascism. Socialism, mm-hmm. which means it, which moves us a little more towards communism. But there's a pendulum there, and yeah. um, the the fact that we could very well be moving towards more, you know fascist global tendencies is terrifying. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> well, do you really do you really think that um I mean to me watching these planets move into Aquarius feels like um it it, it feels like I, I mean Aquarius is just you know 
historically progressive. I mean, that's one of the things it rules. It was ruled by Saturn. I, I know that's I the do, old ruler. I do, but I, I do, but I all think that it needs to be like worked out in somewhat of a clash. Like we see the, the clash that happened last Wednesday. We mm. see like civil unrest happening when, when people are looking for like civil rights for um, black Americans, we look, we, we see like these kinds of clashes. So I think it's naive to imagine that we're going to continue to move more deeply into an Aquarian peace and without more, without more clashes. Right. I, I mean, I'm not, and I don't, I'm not meaning to be negative. I just, you know, I do see a renaissance in, you know, spiritual beliefs in 2025. That's a long way off, though, from now. We still yes, have four is. more years to get there to that grand. To duke know, it out. Yeah. That very grand alignment that you and I have been talking about. When all the outer planets change sign in 2025, it's pretty mystical and time. magical. Yes. Yeah. But it's very exciting. We still got to get through between now and then. So right now I want to leave the audience with being able to harness again your leadership skills and the way in which you shine individually, bring that into your own groups and families, learn how to lead, lead by what you've learned. It's really important. And um, we all have something to teach and just see yourself that way. And we all have something to learn. So see yourself that way too. Beautiful. Yes. Yes. Let's learn. It's been a really great show. Welcome to the year. I'm looking forward to doing so many more shows with you in 2021. Woohoo! Anybody who wants to get in touch with us can find us at sageofstars.com, losangelesastrologyschool.com, Sage of Stars on Twitter and Facebook, or you can just look us up and call us. Um, Good old fashioned. It's always glad to have you on the show. We're not doing a show next week because it's inauguration day and we're planning on having a dance party. So Another we'll talk one. to you. We'll talk to you in two weeks on January the 27th, and we'll look forward to seeing you then. Good night, everybody. Have a wonderful night.